Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Okay, no worries there. All right, well, thanks for being on the podcast. Appreciate you being here. Um, I feel like you've had a pretty interesting life based on what I know about you as far as your dancing and uh, doing big things with that. So maybe we should give everyone a little tidbit of your background before, and I'll let you do this so you can do it better than I can before we uh, start going down a rabbit hole here. How about that? It sounds good. I um, Wow. I guess you know a lot about me, don't you? Well, just, I know you know. I saw what you were what, cheerleader or were trying to dance team for the Hawks, Miss Nevada. I think uh, a Rock, Rockefeller, Rock something. Rockette. Rockette. Yeah, I'm not big on the dancing game. But yeah, I was like, okay, I've heard of these words. I know some of this stuff. Yeah, she might know a little something. <laughs> Seems like a thing, a thing or two. Yeah, I. Um, so I have a professional background. So growing up, um, you know, as I did, I was always at the dance studio, always dancing. And um, so I, I grew up there and, you know, going to school, um, I'm from Georgia, kind of out in the backwoods. I know how that is. You know, exit six from Alabama, you get off at Leather's truck stop, you head down that dirt road about a mile out the kudzu. And that's where I'm from. I just want people to know that I'm a real person here. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Wait, did you change your accent on purpose or is that just come back naturally? I did. Well, you know, when I get around Southern people, I will talk with a Southern accent, but because I'm, a, I am an actress as well. Ooh. I could do a British accent, darling. Um, I could go into all kinds of different accents. I just am um, a strange person of sorts that likes to have fun. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I'm a creative person. So uh, my creative background started, like you said, in Atlanta Hawks. Um, I'd opened up my own dance studio at 19 years old. Impressive. Yeah, so there I went on. I um, made it into the Atlanta Hawks dance team. Over 400 girls tried out. They only picked 12, and I was one of them that year. Nice. Yeah, and, um, you know, what was really nice was that um, I went that day, and I didn't know anybody. And, I, you know, you can imagine just fresh out of high school, basically, and I was really nervous about it. And my girlfriend came with me, and I just bought this brand-new red Mustang. Okay, fancy. Fancy. I thought I was, you know, whoa, whoa. And so that we get inside and um, the Omni and, and the security guard says, uh, you can't c come in here if you're not going to be auditioning to my friend. 
and she rode with me. And I was like, I handed her the keys to my, you know, something that my mother told me never to do, you know? And I just was like, be careful. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, I mean, I really wanted to do it. And, and I didn't even eat that morning. I was so sick. My stomach was turning in knots. I was just nervous beyond control, but it was something that I had to do. See, I don't like to live in fear. Ooh, okay. Okay. If I'm in, if I'm fearful about something, well, I'll probably go out and do it just to prove to myself. There's no reason to be fearful of it. I like it. I get behind that. I like it. Yeah. Um, Did you pick that up along the way or how did you get that philosophy behind your motto, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always been like that. I've, I've, I don't want to miss out on anything. And I feel like for me, I don't want to live with a regret, Ooh. you know, and people a lot of times say, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go, I'm going to, going to, going to, going to, going to, and they don't ever do nothing. Sure. I'm like, I'm waiting. Uh-huh. I've heard a lot. You keeping me waiting here. What are you, <laughs> when are you going to do all this, this stuff, you know? So yeah. I just, I'm like, okay, well, in order to make things happen, you have to step out of your comfort zone, right? I agree. hundred percent. So that's, I'm just like, okay, well, I always believe that I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. Comfort zone. I'm going to make it happen. If it doesn't come to me, it's not supposed to come to me, but I'm learning along the way and becoming a stronger, more educated person every time I do something. And I'm not going to be one of those people that I wish I had danced for the Atlanta Hawks when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I wish I at least tried and sure. never and never know, knew because, you know, we only live for today. Yeah, I'm 51 years old now. That it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I didn't think know, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people are going to pay to see me kick my legs up and, you know, You'd probably be surprised. I mean, if you go on Instagram right now, I mean, there's probably some out there that are doing really good, especially in OnlyFans and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I can make some extra side money here. Yeah, yeah. For based on what I've been uh, hearing and seeing, yeah, I'm pretty sure you could do pretty well. <laughs> Chris, you're cracking me up. It's, it's weird times right now. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, before, I don't know, when did I first discovered Facebook, what, 2006 and seven while I was in college. And if uh-huh. somebody would have been telling me then, you know, you'll be making money just doing little TikTok dances and, you know, twerking on here that you could be a millionaire or a hundred thousand or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, right. No, no way. No fucking way. There is no way that would ever happen. But now look at it. There's, you know, in, what do you, if you call them influencers and I'm not knocking anybody who's doing it. That's great. If you're making money, you're happy. Keep doing it. But it's the only thing I would have never dreamed it would have been this day and age where you could do it. No, I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity here made for us. We are so lucky and blessed because I mean, we can get on the internet, we can talk to anybody across sure. America. I'm working on some really wonderful things. Well, I, my whole story is that I was a professional dancer. I basically got married to an alcoholic. Hmm. I woke up one day, he had um, basically went out and totaled his vehicle. Um, he got thrown in jail and I was married to this person for 16 years. And I had, I was like a hundred pounds heavier at the time. And, you know, my husband would, I, 
I would always say, are you coming to bed? And he'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. And he'd never come. And, you know, after a while of that, sleeping on the sofa or doing whatever he was doing, I remember sneaking out of my bedroom just to hear what he was doing. because Just staying up drinking? I think he was drinking or, you know, doing other things with the computer, if you know what I mean. You can say it on here. I mean, this is freedom of speech. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. You know, so I mean, you know, which is quite normal, but felt that he had to keep it, you know, hidden. hidden. He had to have the second second life. So, I mean, you know, after a while, you know, he'd come to bed and I'd say, well, you know, it's been a year. You know, and I'd be resentful. And I gained a hundred pounds because I lost my self-esteem, my confidence and everything about me. I mean, basic story is here. I was a professional person, you know, that did everything I wanted to do. I decided it was time that I wanted to have kids and I couldn't have that kind of lifestyle anymore. Dancing at night that I was going to, you know, maybe teach dancing. That's what I did. I was, you know, taught at a dance studio. I was a national director for um, competition company. And so I'm doing this and um, get married and I have kids and I have my kids and I'm married to this person who has a second life that I don't know anything about. Was there no signs of this in the beginning before you married or you don't have to answer some of these questions if you don't want to, but yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm an open book. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to cross any lines with you. Yeah, no, no, no. He, uh, he didn't come home um, one night before, and um, I, I don't. I basically don't want to tell his story, but that's, um, fine. that's fine. Yeah. So anyway, he had not come home before. So I mean, I kind of had an idea of what what was going on. Yeah. Um, he basically hid a lie with a lie. Later on, um, after he had gone out, totaled the car. The biggest thing was that he took our savings account. We just sold our house that we owned for 12 years. So if you could just imagine us, every three years he would lose his job and he would come home crying and he would have this you know, excuse. And I would tell my, my parents, I would say, well, this is what happened. And they'd go, Debbie, that's baloney. You know, as old people would say. <laughs> terms and um because that's I could hear my mother saying that and she's um you know and I'd be like no 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 that's what happened right sure and I I now of course I know that that's probably not what happened but every time I always stood behind him and said you know what hun it's okay this is not meant for you and you have me and our kids and we have each other we're in love we're blessed you know, yeah. making the best of everything. Sure. So when he goes out this night, um, I end up, he doesn't come home. The next day I find out our whole savings account is gone. I was just getting ready to open up my own dance studio at the time. I was getting ready to sign my name on the rent. I had designed it. I had schedules, logo, all my, all the th- stuff I was ready to go to work. Because I thought, well, gosh, if he keeps losing his job every three years, I can, I've got this. I'm a professional. Now my kids are grown. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I see that he's withdrawn the savings account and the police won't give it to me because both of our names is on it. Okay. 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 Makes sense. 
Okay. So he ends up taking it and um, he uses it for rehab. Well, after a few months, because I'm so mad at him, right? right. I go visit him in, in rehab and I ask him, I said, how many times did, oh, the whole week that he was gone, because he was, you know, in jail and then he got out of jail, but he didn't come straight home. There was four days there. I watched his credit card account, asked for more credit. And by noon that day, he was cut off. Where was he spending all this money? I have no idea. And then his emails are all these women that he had been talking to and hooking up with. And he was going to meet one the next day. Oh, shit. Yeah. With all that money. Oh, shit. Yeah. So when he came home, I had the locks changed. He couldn't get in the house. Okay. One door that I forgot. He comes in. Why is this door locked? And I tell him, because I don't know who you are. And I've already got, um, you know, papers written, ready for divorce. He's like, when did you have time to do all this? I'm like, I've had all week. So he gets to rehab. I finally go into rehab and I say to him, do you, how many times did you cheat and lie to me? And he says, Debbie, it doesn't even matter. It's been so many times. It doesn't even matter. I said, well, do you love me? Because I believed, you know, in better worse sickness and health i'd go to counseling with him sure i could forgive i'm not that mean of a person i i can find it in myself to forgive somebody you know i'm not perfect either great of you (laughs) i could do that (laughs) you know i but and i it took me a few months because i was so hurt and he says to me you know debbie i love our kids and that's that's where he went you know, we've had blah, blah, blah. And he went on to say whatever he said. I wasn't even listening because I was just like, wow. Okay. This conversation's really over. This whole relationship's over. So I remember I walked out. He had some woman the whole time we were talking at, at the rehab place kept c- coming in and are coming by and saying, don't forget we have that meeting at blah, blah, blah. Okay. Trying to get me out of there. You know what I mean? Like, and I had already checked his, um, like his credit card statements. He had been out. He was telling me he wasn't allowed to leave rehab. He had been out playing billiards. What? All kinds of stuff. So he's sitting there lying to me. This man has done nothing but lie to me. So as you can guess, my whole self-esteem confidence was horrible. I'm heavy. I don't feel pretty. I leave, but... I feel like the biggest weight is lifted off my shoulders and somebody's gone. God's just said, Debbie, you've held your end of the bargain. Sure. Your kids down. You did the best that you could do, right? Because it's important to me, as you can tell, to always do the best at whatever I do. Yeah. I don't have to succeed, but for me, I'm always going to give it 110% because I, I want to do it. I like so, it. Thank you. So he, uh, um it should be i'm sorry what i just said it's the way it should be most people should have that type of work ethic and type of mentality but i don't know if it's i don't want to say it's rare but it kind of almost is you know when some people hit you know a wall or a barrier they instantly just turn around like all right well didn't happen whatever screw it i'll just go back and i guess wallow in self-pity you know, and you have a point there, Chris, because like so many people, that's exactly why I'm on this podcast. 
And this is why I talk on my podcast oh. it's because I want to inspire people that when they hit that, that GPS in life of wherever they're going and they hit that detour place and they can't get through. Yeah. Let your GPS take you another route, but keep going to that same destination of where you want to go. That's where you're going to find your happiness. Don't you sure. think? Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. Just because, you know, life happens. It sucks. You know, shit happens. We all have problems. I mean, it's just going to, it's, what is it? The only thing that's constant in life is something's always changing. So it's either positive or negative. Right. And so, and there's always obstacles. So it's how you handle these obstacles. And, you know, I've said it on here countless times, you know, I like doing hard things for myself because, you know, it makes daily life almost easier for me. So, you know, I like for my workouts and stuff, I like grinding, you know, sweating, putting myself physically, mentally exhausting, you know, and then, you know, the waitress or waiter gets your order wrong. All right. No big deal. Right. Okay, cool. Somebody, somebody cut you off. All right. Shit happens. That's I'm, I'm, I don't have road rage, you know, and but, maybe they have to pee. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, no, I agree hundred percent that in one of, and I've been kind of stealing this theory from forgot what his name is, Pat something. He's a doctor or whatever, but I was listening to him on a podcast, but you know, challenging yourself is one of these keys to longevity. He believes, you know, where if you keep challenging yourself mentally and physically and you don't have to, I'm not saying go out there and climb Mount Everest or anything, but you know, do some things. Yeah. Do some things that are, you know, not what typically most people wouldn't do every day or something that gets you out of your comfort zone. Like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. And if it's something that's forward and positive, do it. You know, if it, if you're reading 10, an extra 10 pages, cool. If that's something you want to do it, do it. You know, if you want to just walk around your neighborhood, get a little bit better shape. Great. Do it. But just, that's part of it. Just keep doing it. Keep showing up. Stay consistent. And eventually you'll get over that obstacle or get to where you want to be, hopefully. Yeah. And, you know, and it's going to take us whatever time it's going to take us. I mean, for everybody, the journey is however long. Maybe your GPS says seven years. Nope. You know, mine might say five, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's part of it. You know, some people, you know, hard work versus talent. Some people just come out of the womb and they're automatically gifted and they can do everything correct. But there's other people who got to, you know, put out the daily grind and it sucks. You put their blood, sweat and tears into it. And eventually, you know, like I said, hopefully you'll get there. But just because person A got there in a month and it's taken you six years, it's the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. It sucks. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, even in your perspective, though, that, you know, being as probably as fit as you are and obviously trying out or being a Atlantic Hawks dancer, right? You made it, right? I mean... Yeah. And then going through what you did, you said you gained a hundred pounds. I mean, you could have easily just. Do you use your video or do you just do audio? I'll do both. Oh, you do both. Okay. So I'm going to show you, I'm on my third belly button, you guys. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're seeing the third belly button for those third who are wondering. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. Well, focus. focus. Hold on. You there, there you go. Video, okay. But what do you mean by your third belly button, though? What do you? All right. So I've had two kids. I've had two C sections. Okay. <laughs> I just thought that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think right. you're, you're the first person to show their belly button on here. I'm sure. Not, yeah. I know you are. I don't know if nobody I'm else sure going to have fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where this goes when okay. I show that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking me up, man. You are wow. Okay. <laughs> so I've had uh two C sections, right? Okay. 
And because I always had a dancer's body, I was always, you know, very thin yeah. and it was hard for me to have kids. And basically me gaining weight was part of the injections that I had to go through for in vitro, you know, my hormones changed. I mean, just, it was a toll on my body. Right. Sure. And if you ever watch those um, shows where somebody's trying to lose weight and they're very heavy, and then when they lose weight, they've got that extra skin just hanging there. Okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Well, I looked at that when I was younger and I went, ew. I, I mean, I actually made comments and thought, oh my gosh, that's horrible, right? Mm-hmm. And I fell for these people. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to let that happen to you. Guess what happened? Uh-oh, it happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I got done giving birth, the doctor looked at me or the nurse looked at the doctor and, and it's a C-section. I'm fully awake. They know I'm awake. And she says, it looks like a raisin. A raisin. It, it my stomach looked like a raisin because of all the uh, stretch marks and the, you know, because I had so much skin. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um six years go by and you know, I have this look. I I'm not really myself like I used to be, right? Sure. Um, so I go in and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I want to have a tummy tuck. I'm doing a tummy tuck. So girls. Tummy tuck. <laughs> okay. It was awesome. The doctor I had did an awesome job. Um, but when he took me, I had so much skin to cut off that he had to give me a brand new belly button. You can do that. He did. I don't know a lot of stuff, a lot about this. So yeah, you're well, that's, you- that's why this is interesting. Okay, exactly. Yeah. You have to talk to me like I'm five though, probably. So yeah. So a lot of girls don't know this. I mean, um, Gosh, the girl, the woman, uh, Deborah, that played Deborah on, um, what is it? Um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I know know the show, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. It's an old show. Um, I can't remember her name, but anyway, if you guys know who she is, she has no belly button. Okay. Tummy tuck and no belly button. Okay. Okay. That's kind of strange. He said, Debbie, um, what do you want? You want an innie? You want an outie? What do you want? I said, 
well, gosh, because mine was kind of like just, it wasn't any or Audi. It was just there. I said, I've always wanted an any. Can you give me an any? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. So he gives it to me. I love my belly button. I love how I look. Um, so you're sitting there and it goes from hip to hip. Gosh, I could show you the scar too. Um, but I don't know if you can see it now, but okay. <laughs> um, I can wear bikinis, but they basically do that. And you have these tubes that come out of the side of your body. So right in here, these tubes come out of your body for blood to release. Okay. Into like a little, um, kind of like a, like a little bottle, like a plastic bottle. And every few hours you have to squeeze the bottle and, it, and what it does is it makes it like sucks the blood in. Okay. So your body can heal from the inside without all that pressure of the blood, you know, from, yeah. So you do, you have to do this for like two weeks. I mean, I couldn't move. I had to sleep on a um, recliner. Oh my gosh. I couldn't do anything. I mean, in me, that's crazy because I'm so used to exercising all yeah, the time. That's gotta be yeah, so that was that was you know hard for me, but I did get to watch every show I wanted to. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a plus. But you know what? You have to say to yourself, okay, well, I'm not gonna eat everything in sight because that's what put me in this position. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So the, he takes the tubes out, I'm done. Well, about a year later, I get a hernia in my belly button. Oh, shit. So for those of you that don't know, it's where like the intestine nope. is like pushing out of the skin. Yep. I would drink um, soda and you like, like, um, you know, pop, whatever you want to call it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we're talking to. <laughs> and, you know, and I'd feel the hernia and you could feel the, the, the bubbles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, oh, that's gross. So then I go to the doctor and I'm like, um, is this ever going to go away? No. No, there's not much. No. So he's like, um, and I went back to the same surgeon that had done my tummy tuck because he did such a good job. And he, he says, because when you do a C-section, they open up your abs. So I used to have a six-pack, eight-pack, eight-pack, whatever. <laughs> you know, before pre-kids, you know, but... <laughs> They cut you open and basically take out your organs and stick them on the countertop. Okay. okay. I had no and idea. I had no idea. I didn't either. I don't either. My ex was telling me he watched them as they put my organs on the table. Shit. And they had to put them back together. I I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I mean, I was there, but I couldn't see. There was right. on me. Okay. So he uh he says, Debbie, when I stitched you, okay. We just have to stitch your abs back together again. Because I had been working out so much, I had popped the stitch. You see what I'm saying? And that hernia came back. He goes, but I'm going to go in there. And while I'm there, because you've lost a little bit of more, a little bit more of weight, I'm going to take off more skin. Okay. I'm going to give you like a little mini titty, tummy tuck. Okay. I, I wake up. He goes, oh, Debbie, yeah, there was too much. I just... I flattened you out. I gave you another full, full on tummy tuck. Tummy tuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I like my belly button. I think this is the best belly button I've ever had. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Wow, this is you just blowing my mind with this story. I've never heard anything like this before, really. I mean, especially we're even talking with somebody from experience, I guess. Yeah, well, and you know, a lot of women go through this. So women out there, they know what I'm talking about. They look at their stomach and they look down and they go, how am I going to lose this um, muffin top? Yeah. Because that's what it is. And they sit there and they do crunches and abs and all the stuff, but the skin, once it's stretched, I mean, it's really hard for it to go back and it could take a long, long, long time. Yeah. Once you've walked around with that much and for so long, yeah, like you said, it takes so long and just, there's really not much you can do except what you just did, get it cut out or cut off tummy tuck or whatever. I mean, you know, and I love those cases that, you know, you see these 300 pound guys and they lose all that weight and they're ended up, you know, now they're down to 180, but they have all that excess skin and I'm happy for them, but I also feel bad for them at the same time. And but yeah, I guess there is ways around it if you really want to go that route, but shoot, but yeah, just you, but you just had to feel, do you feel better though? You know, being a hundred pounds lighter, do you feel faster and, you know, uh, like lighter on your feet and just overall mentally better just all around? Oh yeah, Chris. I mean, I had gotten so heavy. I mean, I couldn't even go up the steps of my kid's school. Oh gosh. I was like hanging on the railing and my knees were hurting. I was like, oh, oh. I mean, I used to run up eight flights of stairs to the music hall to rehearsal with tap <laughs> shoes, character shoes on my back and everything I owned. Mm. You know, this was like somebody ate me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Um, in fact, you know, Chris, I don't know what you do to advertise, but like I have a picture on my profile. It shows my before and after. Did you see that? I think so. I did see it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's people always look at those and they go, that was you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild to see that because you know i got really like well when i say really light i lost 10 or 15 pounds back in 2017 and that was just because i wanted to just see if i could do it and see how leaned out i could get which i walk around about 165 170 anyway i'm just a little guy you know i'm five seven on a tall day but um yeah you know if you look at me in pictures you, know, you can see the complete difference so even though it's just a 10 or 15 pound difference like, that was you like, yeah that was me but yeah but it's cool though. But yeah, but like I, that's the reason I like to ask because I remember that feeling. Like I felt so light on my feet and so quick and so fast. Like even my workouts, like they didn't suffer anything, but I just felt like I said, just so light, like a boxer, you know, the stuff. It was wild to me. But I even still kind of feel that way now. But even though I've gained a little bit of it back, but yeah, dude, it was, but it was one of those challenges. I wanted to see if I could do it. And of course. Yeah, it's cool. I think for like older women, um, you know, it's like, we don't have to have the same body as we used to, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to have that teenager body that I had before, you know, but I want to take care of myself and be the best that I can be. Well, that's, that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to find what's, you know, there's so many different versions of what healthy is nowadays. And, uh, you know, and I'm a firm believer, no one diet fits all and no one exercise regimen is going to fit all. I mean, it's what works for you. And, you know, just because, you know, you, in comparisons of Tifa Joy, as they say. So, but you got to find out, you know, hey, am I happy right now? Do I feel good when, you know, when I, like you said, am I going up flight of stairs, my shorter breath or not? You know, and even if it's not exactly 100% what you want, but is it better than what you were yesterday? Yeah, cool. But as long as you are happy and you're enjoying yourself, yeah. But if you're not happy, there's ways to change that, which a lot of what we were kind of touching on earlier. A lot of people, I don't know if it's laziness, they don't know the research, they don't even know how to find how to do that but there's always ways around and change things but yeah ultimately I, you just got to find your own healthy 
I agree with you. I think um, some people, what they will do, and I've had, I've had people comment to me before and tell me that they didn't, you know, well, I enjoy eating whatever I like to eat. And I think it's horrible that people deprive themselves. I'm not saying to deprive yourself. I don't deprive myself. I have a donut every now and then. Sure. I love donuts. Sure. They feel very good after I've eaten them. I just, you know, why did you do that? But heck yeah. yeah. Well, no, that, that's, that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, you're not doing it. You know, you're eating out a dozen donuts every morning or every day. And so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the same way on weekends. I like to, you know, have a glass of bourbon and some pizza and just, yeah. just enjoy myself. But am I doing it every night? No, because you know, my workouts are pretty important to me and I want to feel good. Just like you said, you know, and that's just my thing. And, and I'm OK. And I'm not really a foodie or anything anyway. I don't really I, just, I don't see food as, you know, oh, I just want to taste this and have an orgasm in my mouth or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's probably a bad analogy. But yeah, I just look at food as good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but it's just... Um, guys, I know. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I'm not afraid to splurge and I don't deprive myself either, so... Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they need to be honest with themselves of why they're saying that. Like, is it because you've tried and you give up? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you just, a lot of it is. It's easier to say to yourself, well, I, you know, I don't want, I like the way I look. And it's easier to accept that. But really, you need to think down deep. Do you really feel healthy and the way you want to feel? And if not, then it's getting that discipline, you know, of just. Exactly a little bit of discipline. Um, it's hard to say no. Yeah. Yeah. But just, hard. but be honest with yourself of why you're doing, because what you're doing is you're, you're saying um, no. And you're, you're going, Oh, I've, I've worked out all day. I'm going to have this um, pizza now. Okay. And, and then you do that and you're like, okay with it. But what you're really doing and is you're like uh, instant gratification. That's what I was trying to say. There you go. They want instant gratification. And then after you do that, then you're like, damn, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all based on it's like a reward system. And that's an issue that we have. Well, I don't. Well, I don't have. But, you know, America has with a standard American diet and that it's all about complex carbs and sugars, it seems like. And that there's, you know, people have that, you know, they go to their nine to five and they hate it. And they, so they go home and on the way home, they get McDonald's and, you know, and they don't really understand the damage they're doing, you know, mentally and physically as we're talking about. But, you know, you keep, you know, one day a week, that's not a bad big thing, especially for me. I don't mind doing it, but you know, you do that five days a week. Hey man. And plus all those, if you eat out a lot, and it's so easy to eat out. I forgot. I'm reading. Uh, it's called Sacred Cow right now. I forgot they said, but only like 10% of Americans cook right now or something like that. And that we're eating out. And I, I could be butchering that stat and I probably am, but it's something a ridiculous number that those meals are so calorie dense that they are not understanding exactly what they're doing or how they're eating and why they are starting to become the way they are. Well, Chris, imagine this. Okay. You can have an apple. Okay. You eat this apple and it's got however many calories in it, let's say 70 calories. Okay. And you eat, and you eat this apple, you've had the pulp, it fills up your stomach. Okay. Now about the same size of a glass of juice, he says, I'm just going to drink some juice. Well, they drink the glass and it's probably the same size as the apple. It's got like 200 and something calories in it. 
like it's got all this sh- sugar. You've just, you know, they don't understand be- and your stomach's not feeling any more full. Mm-hmm. So by taking that, you're really cheating yourself from feeling absolutely full. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It's just false narratives just because. Because you your know, body doesn't know better. When you're looking at food stuff, they're just, oh, it's 100% fruit juice. It's fine. It's okay. But you're not really reading the full label of exactly what's going on. And so that's a misconception that, and I, you know, and I'm not ragging on anybody for doing that, but it's just, it's, it's so easy to do just because if you don't really know what you're reading or what you're looking at, it's so simple to get in that headspace and create that habit that, oh, yeah, I'll just drink apple juice every day and not realize what's going on. Like, for example, I saw I was in a grocery store the other day and there's some new nitro Pepsi or whatever out, right? And I was like, oh, this looks pretty good, right? So right. I, I looked around the back of the can and it had like 70, 65, 70 grams of sugar in just one can. And I was like, I thought about trying this with 70 grams. I don't even know what a Coke has in it right now. But ultimately sugar is the enemy is what I guess I'm trying to say. But like yeah. just realizing in just one can of how many grams that is, that is ridiculous to put in your body all at once. And our bodies weren't made from that. You, know, you put on that sludge and shit in there. Mm-mm. And that's like you were saying. Like I've noticed when I eat poorly, like the next day, it's like my body just feels off. Even I got brain fog too sometimes. It's just, hmm. And it felt good at the time I was doing that, but now I'm paying for it. So, yeah, and it tasted good, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, I, I say just don't deprive yourself. Have a little bit, have you a taste or something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, just don't go crazy because so many things, the processed foods, they have all these chemicals in it to, you know, for shelf life, for them to stay fresh, long. Exactly. All that canned food. Mm. And you're putting that in your body. Why do you think we have all the ailments that we have nowadays? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Our bodies are different. Everybody's allergic to gluten. You're allergic to, I never heard of that when I was growing up. Me neither. Me neither. But now, I mean, everybody's got that because, you know, we're having kids where our bodies aren't truly healthy like they were. We need to go back to um, just wholesome, good food. Yeah. Well, you know, again, that's kind of what the uh, the food industry is. I don't know. It's a false narrative just that, you know, you have to eat this way and it's a standard American diet. And, you know, another stat I was reading is that, you know, back in the Civil War era, which was what, 1865, 66, I forgot. But the, the average male American was 140 pounds right there. And today it's uh, 190 pounds with 40 inch waist as average male. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And just that, I mean, that's a little over a hundred years, but it was just like going back and talking about how the food system has gotten more. Obviously that's what people want is food, food, food. And everywhere you go is just always food. Well, but, it's fast. Everybody needs, it's fast internet. It's fast. Yeah, exactly. fast, fast, fast. I got to go. I don't have time. Let me shove this burger down my throat. Yeah. You know, I didn't even enjoy it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, ultimately, I mean, I don't want to rag on anybody. I always feel like sometimes when I get on here and start talking about nutrition and diet that I'm just putting down people and I don't mean to do that. But ultimately, I just want to say that if you are unhealth, unhealth, or unhappy with your health, your weight or your metabolism or whatever, there's ways to fix it. And I agree, Chris, because, you know, I'm not going to make fun of anybody because I know what it's like to be heavy. Mm. I know how depressed I was. I know how bad my body felt. Um, I had no self-confidence. Um, I just I yeah, was a person. I mean, um, I mean, to each his own and everybody, you have to live your life, but I want to live my life a little bit longer. 
I like De- life. Debbie, I want to be respectful of your time. So I think we should take this home on that note right there. Cause I like that. I like that keep, too. Keep it on a positive note. Um, before we get off here, if you want to plug your podcast and all that stuff, anything you want to feel free to go ahead. All right. Well, absolutely. Um, well, my podcast is your unique sparkle and I am a health and life coach certified. Um, that's what I do. I also teach, um, women about self-confidence, esteem, um, self-esteem and all of that. I have workshops, modeling workshops that I'm working on. I have an ebook that I can send Chris. It's called Self-Sabotage, Reignite Your Sparkle. If you guys would like to download a free ebook for fun, um, you know. Why not? Just for self-help, yeah. Yeah, a little knowledge is power, right? As they say. But uh, Debbie, this was short and sweet, but I had fun with you. This was, <laughs> you had some laughs with you. This was wild. That was I like great. it everybody i showed my belly button here yeah yeah i'll, I'll put it in the show notes or something <laughs> <That's great. laughs> but uh yeah again thank you though uh yeah i had fun with it this was fun thanks chris okay all right bye everybody be good to yourselves Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.